Welcome to Lunch with Jer. Actually, technically, it's Coffee with Jer. Coffee without Sam. Coffee without Sam. Yep. So we've manipulated the show title yeah. to identify who's not here. To make people feel guilty for not being People. Like, yeah, like, I don't even feel like Sam replied to us that he was going to be here or not. That's right. Like, we just showed up and he never showed. So I feel like he kind of blew us off. Sam, we're going to go to Berkeley, California yep. and record the podcast. At Please a random meet us there. coffee shop. Random coffee shop. Yep. And he just didn't show. Yeah. I'm actually kind of mad that the more that we work through it, yeah. I'm getting kind of upset. Like he didn't even say, hey, I can't make it, or I just had a kid, or anything like that. Just no call, no show. How about these people that use this, I just had a baby, as an excuse to not have these menial interactions with their friends? For sure. I'm, I, I've got a kid. You didn't yeah. have the kid? Yeah, right. She did all the work anyway. Uh, the other like part I like about that, too, is like, Sam, I've known you for like... 11 years. You've known that baby for like a week. Right. Like who's, who have you more invested in? Who's going to be more interesting on the podcast? Yes. An infant? Yeah. A newborn? Yeah. Or Jer? Yeah. And Dare? It's, I would like to hear like Sam's podcast with his baby. I don't think anybody would listen to it. I mean, it's a one-sided conversation. Totally. It's kind of like when he's here with us. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he could tell the baby all about his vaccination theories. Yeah. And the baby will probably nod only because it's not strong enough to hold its head up. It's and, not really nodding with you. And I bet the baby got vaccinated. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> he has more immunity than his dad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, now, to be fair, Sam did eventually get vaccinated. Yes. Congratulations. Under the radar. Yeah. Didn't make a big deal about right. it. I was like, what about... He's like, well, actually, I just I did it. Can right. do a census. He, uh, he became a martyr for the... I think he fell on the sword yeah. instead of the needle. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I think because the Lunch with Jer podcast is requires vaccination, that's yes. why he got it. Yeah, he's like, for well, sure. I want to be part of it. <laughs> yeah. I want to be left out. <laughs> We're totally making a mandate that you have to be vaccinated or you can't be part of the team. Yeah. So we've mandated it, and the first things that happen, he doesn't show up. Yeah, right. So we are coming to you from Random Coffee House in uh, Berkeley, California, Cafe like Jeremy Strata. said. Uh, cool little place. Yep. Um, I asked Jared, do you want to go walk around campus? And he goes, nah. No. No. Berkeley is one of the prettiest college campuses in the country. A lot of old trees, a lot of like, unique architecture. It's on the side of this hill. It's a pretty cool place. It's no boulder. All Jared wanted to do was do the podcast and have some coffee. Yeah. I just want to. It's you. been a while since I reached out to my fans, so I feel That's like right. I need to say something about. Reach out and touch, yeah. touching uh-huh. someone. Uh-huh. Um, let's talk about Berkeley versus Boulder. Okay. Okay. So we were talking in line about how, as forty-five-year-old white guys, mm-hmm. we appreciate the aesthetic of a place. Yep. But then try to get in the mind of like a twenty-year-old, eighteen-year-old athlete. Yep. About where they would want to go to school. Right. Your thoughts. My thoughts have been the same for a while. Is uh, whenever you hear someone go, how, how does that? kid not want to go to boulder it's beautiful i mean the flat irons and the view and all that stuff and then i think back to when i was 18 years old and i was like what the fuck's a view like <laughs> yeah. like you said like their important things are like uh who are my friends uh, facilities facilities uniforms gear what am i going to get right um likelihood like, of going to some kind of league or professional status afterwards yeah for sure yeah. i mean it's it blew my mind all those times that Nebraska was so good. I'm like, who the hell would want to live in Lincoln, Nebraska? Right. And then you go there and you're like, oh, those kids don't leave the football facility at all. Yep. And the football facility is nicer than any place they've ever been. It's like a five-star hotel. And, and so they like, go to the stadium on game day and there's 86,000 yep. people there. Yeah. And it's the third largest city right. in, in Nebraska for well, you, well, I asked you too. I was like, you asked me on the way here. You're like, if you were a top recruit, where would you want to go? And, like, I've been trying to pitch my kids forever until they get to college. Is like, you've got four years of college. Do you want to freeze your ass off and 
Minnesota. Duluth, Minnesota, yeah, yeah. or Fargo. Like, yeah. if that's your only scholarship, that's one. But, like, if you have a choice and you got to pay for it, like, right. would you want to spend four years somewhere warm and, like... I think you would want... Again, that's what we would do is, where do I want to live? Like, right. you brought up... If you if all you care about is football, you want to go to Alabama. And right. I go, yeah, but do you want to live in Tuscaloosa 365 days a year for a dozen football games? And you said, they don't give a shit. Yeah. They're inside. They're in the facility. They're yeah. in an athletic department. They're with their buddies. Yeah. And ultimately, if you Top take of the line. Yeah. It's the yeah. best of everything. Yep. And the likelihood of you going to the league is super high by going yeah. there. Why wouldn't you go there? You know what? I need to start changing my how I pitch my kids. I need to start pitching them more like... You know, you're going to spend four years, five years in college, like a community college in in Colorado <laughs> is going to be your best investment. ROTC program. <laughs> you want to go to West Point. You want to go to the Army. Right. Um, I, uh, from the, like, early on, Gavin, I would buy him all this Stanford stuff. Yeah. And, like, obviously, being at CU, you want to go to CU, but I just, Stanford, Stanford, like, get in his head, like, well, that's where I'm going to go. Yeah. And I just it just kind of fell off a couple of years ago, and he's like, "No." I'm like, "What about Stanford?" He's like, "I don't care about it." Uh, I took Jack. We went to a Buffs, uh, Oregon State game, basketball game a couple of years ago, and for like two years, he's like, "I'm going to be a Beaver. I'm going to go to Oregon State." No, no. He knows nothing about it. Like, yeah. it was the reverse psychology of it, right? Like you you took him to a Buffs Oregon State game, and yeah. he just fell in love with Oregon, the Oregon State. State yeah. like, no, 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 the no other that's thing. not what you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jeb told me this theory years ago. I think it was his theory where he got a, like a Mickey Mouse doll and yeah. he filled it full of buckshot or lead BBs or whatever and anytime his kid would see it he would smack his kid <laughs> so, with he that. so he hated Mickey Mouse and so when it's time to go to Disneyland he's like I don't want to go to Disneyland <laughs> like he has PTSD with yeah. Mickey Mouse but so. you have to at least offer it to the kids like hey you guys want to go to Disneyland this summer yeah. with no intention I mean of going. he didn't want to go yeah I asked him. Uh-huh. It's on the table. Right. You didn't want to go. I that's recorded right. it, so that's right. Yeah. Every time you do that thing, you just smack them, so they have like a negative. I think that's like psychology one hundred and one, right? The negative reinforcement yeah. to this thing, mostly because I don't want to go to Disneyland. Uh, did you realize how much Stanford was? How much? How much it cost to go yeah. there? No. Okay. So no, but you got to get them into like you got to look at all the sports because they have almost all the sports. Where is the easiest sport? Is it rowing or archery or oh, for badminton yeah. or whatever they have? Bowling, crew, and crew, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just get them into that thing. Yeah, I, I that concept of investing all this time and money in your kid, hoping it pays off in a scholarship, that seems like a pretty it's a wasted money, terrible way to yeah. parent your yeah, kid for sure. But a lot of people do it. Oh well, yeah, but it I'm never pays off. Shit. Oh, good luck. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking that uh, by t- 2031 when he graduates. There'll be scholarships for e-gaming, so they already do that. Yeah, I know, but it'll be more, it'll a be a lot of it. A lot of it. So, do you, which which side of the fence do you land on that? Are you proud of your kid for getting a college scholarship, or are you disappointed that it's for some nerd shit like gaming? I'll be really proud driving my new car while they're right. away at school. You know that five twenty nine money I set aside. <laughs> Daddy's getting a new. I'm getting a BMW five twenty nine. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's a BMW five twenty nine plan. Like I think about college a lot more now because my, my oldest is 13, so he's only five years away, six years away right. from that being a reality. Yeah. And and Charity's oldest daughter is about ready to do all that. And just to see how much fucking work it is to try to pick a school. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how it was when you were doing it, but when I was I graduated high school, I went, okay, state or CU. Right. Uh, I'll apply to both. Yeah. Got into both. I'll just go here. That was it. That was the whole. It was so I have a, easy. I, I still have a good story about college uh, applications. So uh, I applied uh, to CU School of Mines, CSU, 
and then I needed a letter of recommendation for DU. I was going to apply at DU also. And I asked my calculus, AP calculus teacher to write me a uh, letter of recommendation. I'm sure he'll get to it. Um, I'm still waiting <laughs> on it. Yeah. So it's a running joke now with me and my friends that uh, Mr. Doyle still owes me a recommendation letter for DU. Like, Is he still teaching at your high school? No, he retired, but he's still around. But it's still one of those things like, you know, if I just get that, I think DU might be my first choice. So. I feel like um, at this point with the, the connection on social media, you should reach out to him on social media and shame him via Twitter for ruining your life. You know what I should do is uh, send him something on social media with like, instead of per my email, per our conversation and date at like 4-10-93 and see. Uh, you should not shave for about a week and a half and take just this horrible picture of yourself <laughs> and go, because of your lack of response, this is what's happened to me. Or behind me have a hit list like in Billy Madison yep. and have them all crossed off with uh, lipstick Except and have his one. name still on there. It's like Deadpool, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, you know what you should do? Get Dave Chappelle to talk about it, and uh, everyone will be riled up against Mr. Doyle. So wait, wait, why was uh, you had the two schools? What was the choice oh. for CSU? Uh, I visited both schools, uh -huh. and one of them just felt better. Okay. Like, see, University of Colorado is one of the most beautiful places that we've already kind of talked right. about. But when I was on campus, it didn't really feel like me. It felt like a lot of super rich kids, sure. and then a lot of kids that made their own clothes. Yep. And I, I'm neither <laughs> one of those. I'm neither one of those in the people. middle. <laughs> and then I went to CSU, and it was a bunch of kids that drove like a 1985 Camry, yeah. and they had hand-me-down clothes. But they were, I mean, it was just like very middle For of the sure. road, and that's what I am. Yep. So it felt more like me to be there. So I was like, oh, all right. it was an easy choice, and I never regretted it. Yeah. And I've been working at CU for over 20 years, and I still am glad that I went to CSU. And, and you feel still, after 20 years, you kind of still feel that that's the way the school is. I feel it's the same way now than it was 20 yeah, years ago. When, it's yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. I do love the <laughs> kids who from the East Coast who have a ton of money or kids who make their own clothes. That's a yeah. great representation. It is. That's the chasm in that school. And, you, uh, and it's so obvious when you walk around campus mm -hmm. and you can put people in one. Or think about the kids who have a ton of money and still make their own clothes. Mm, by a choice. a bunch of those too, yeah. Um, it's kind of like when you buy a nice pair of jeans and you cut them up so they look shitty. Yeah. Or uh -huh. you can spend even more money to buy them pre-shredded. Pre yeah. Like, what? Yeah, so I when I was picking school i was still wanted to play basketball and mines was going to get me to play basketball but i was fine with that because i was like i want to go to a small school i don't want to go to big school and be a number after a year i was like i totally want to be a number right. like i want to go into a class of 200 kids and blend in and not be in a class of like to me mines was high school just elevated 10 times because i didn't have any lecture classes all our classes were 15 to 20 students and right. i was going to um, ask you if it felt like senior year of high school plus yes like it's in, a little bit bigger it's yep. a little bit more prestigious but not a lot no and the other thing is i was the first one in my family to go to college so we didn't know anything about college and uh i didn't get to pick any of my classes it was already picked for us which i thought that was like oh that's just how college is you just get this class assigned to you and i went to school monday through friday from eight o'clock to three o'clock didn't know that I start talking to my friends that are going to CSU and CU, and I, they're like, I go to class Monday, Wednesday, Friday from, like, 10 to 1. And yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm yeah. taking 21 credits oh. my, my freshman year of college, and I didn't know any different because I was like, oh, this is just how right. school is. You go right. 8 to 3 every day, five days a week, and yeah. then I have these friends that are like, I sleep in, and then I have a class of 200 people, so I don't even go sometimes. And <laughs> yeah, I have someone take notes for me. Yeah, so then I was ready to go. Yeah, I should go be a number. I think the big school experience is what it's at because, I mean, you're only going to learn so many things, and they talk about real-world experience being where you're going to create your future and all that blah, blah, blah. 
So I think it's the experience of going to that big school, going to a football game or a basketball game or walking through a huge campus like Berkeley. I mean, it's a huge campus. It's beautiful. When you walk through Mines, it's a fantastic school, but it's not the experience you're probably looking for. No, and some people like it. Some right. people like knowing everybody at the school. Yeah. And I thought I would, but then I got there and I was like, you know, I just want to blend in. I just yeah. want to. You know, I don't want to be picked out in a class by a teacher going, what's the answer? Yeah. I just want to. You don't want to be at a place that would put you at the front of the class. Yeah. I also heard that story. I'm sure you heard that story. I don't know where it happened, but where the kid's in the lecture hall and he's taking the class or the final and uh, he walks down and the teacher's like, sorry, your final's late. Uh, You know, it ended three minutes ago and you didn't turn it in. And the kid goes, do you know who I am? And he goes, no. And he goes, great. And he lifts up the pile of papers and slides his test in the middle. And, <laughs> and so the guy has no idea who he is. And <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going yeah, with that. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. So that always reminded me, too, of like being in the lecture hall, like 200 students. The teacher has no idea who you yeah. are. And yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of that, the movie Back to School with uh, Rodney Dangerfield when he's in those giant lecture halls. Yeah. He's in the back. He's just commenting. Uh-huh. Um, I thought you were gonna when you said that phrase like, "Do you know who I am?" Every time I hear that, I think if you have to ask that question, the answer is always yeah, no. Right. Do you know who I am? Clearly, I do not. Clearly, I do not. Or they do know who you are, but not for good reasons. That's yeah. right. Uh-huh. I've heard of you. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's um, <clears throat> when I was in high school. We would go to some of the other rival high schools for like if we had a Saturday football game Friday night, we would go to another high school and and watch the games and. I remember meeting people. I would wear my jacket from my high school, and I would meet people from the other school, and I would introduce myself, and they would say, I've heard of you. Oh, really? And I was like, what, what does that mean? Right. And I never got an answer, like good or bad. But I, at the time, I was, it's, it was kind of flattering, but I think looking back on it, it was probably negative. Because no one goes, hey, you know this guy, Jeremy? He's a pretty cool guy yeah. from this other school. That never happens. Yeah. It's either shithead, dangerous. Right. Um, or if it, it is something positive, they smile and go, oh, I've heard of you. And, like, there's a little more. But if they yeah. say, oh, yeah, I've heard of you, and then wipe their hand off, like, after you shook their hand, <laughs> yeah. like, it's a, <laughs> and then back away. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go talk. Because <laughs> we, I mean, going to Colorado Springs, a lot of the schools we had were, like, kind of rural school, mm-hmm. schools. So I remember going to some of those schools and visiting them or just hanging out there and thinking, I'm grateful I don't go to school here. Yeah. Because that's the whole like big fish, small pond yep. thing. Even back then, I was like, I don't, don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to be – you don't want to be the best player on a seven-man football team. Right. Even if you're a great athlete, it's still like, oh, well, you're not competing. Sure. It's like being in the Mountain West Conference instead of being at the Pac-12. Right. Like, you might be the best quarterback at the Mountain West School, but really? Right. I don't really want to go to uh, New Mexico. Yeah. Do you want to play arena football? Yeah. yeah. Great. Um, although Coach Chev talked about – he played arena football and that from playing arena football, he met a guy who ended up casting him as an extra in the movie on Longest Yard. Yeah. That's a really interesting story. And I think that's like, – everybody has stories like that. We're like, from this, this, and this added up to this pretty cool experience. Yeah. And when someone can articulate those experiences, those are great stories. So you now have to tell me a great story that occurred from you meeting someone and da, 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 da. me yes no i i have a story speaking of football so uh my friend jj who we've had on the podcast before yeah, who yeah. played football at wyoming um he played arena football for 10 plus years and from that he was on the arena football reality show where kiss owned the uh so he was one of the you know like all reality is kind of scripted so he was one of the selected five or six players they followed okay and then from that he was um, an extra on Ballers. 
Oh, was he really? Yeah, so he That's was funny. a quarterback on the Miami Dolphins at like at their practice or so. That's awesome. And so, like, I think same type of thing. Like, once you get in somewhere, then you start doing all these other things. And that's um, pretty cool. Yeah. So, but the Chevrini, like, if you watch the movie, he is an extra, but he also has some FaceTime in one of the scenes. You like, know, I I've seen the movie a handful of times. Yeah. I never realized it. Yeah. And then when he was telling the story, I was trying to think, well, do I recognize? And I don't. So I need to go back and watch yeah. it and see if I can pick it out. Yeah. So he's on the. The, the guards. guards team, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's on the guards team. That's funny. So last night, uh, we stayed uh, pretty far outside of Berkeley in a town called San Mateo. And so Jer and I go, let's go out and get some Vietnamese food. Because last time we were here, five years ago? Six years yeah, ago? Yeah, five years ago. We went out and had really good fun. So we went out and had good, a good meal and good good talk. And then we met up with uh, some other friends, had a couple drinks. And then we were going to come back and walk back to the hotel. And we're like, who was well, in charge of walking back? Like, who was the... I was going to get to that part. So oh, okay. I said, instead of riding an Uber... Well, we walked here. We'll just walk back. There yeah. wasn't room for us, whatever. Right. So everyone then decided they would walk back, too. Mm-hmm. And so we got elevated to leaders of we? the trek. No, not yes, we. You, you and I are a package deal. No, you. You were in charge. You never pulled your phone out once. Is my phone died. So Oh, it didn't. My I phone didn't was dead, which is why I didn't pull it out. Oh. But I had a pretty good idea which way to go. And so, at some point... I knew we were off track, but I didn't have my phone. And then at some point, we went another like a half a mile too far. And now everyone's mad at me. You were in charge. You but were leading the pack. I didn't ask to be in charge. No, I know, but you took the lead. I don't know that I did. You kept going. Everyone looks at where me we like, where go. are we going? And I was in the back with you. Yeah, but you kept going. We're going to go up here and turn left. And we're yeah. going over here. And then we didn't it, turn left. You know, like essentially, I think we turned on the way into town like twice. Yeah. And on the way back, 40 different turns we made <laughs> and at one point like everybody else in the group was ahead of us and i knew we were going the wrong <laughs> oh, yeah. we were going the wrong way and i turned to chair i was like let's let them get a little farther and let's you and i just turn around yeah. and walk away hop into uber pulls up right next to us and we yeah. hop in and go see you guys at the hotel would their first impression have been oh my god i'm worried that they're missing or fuck those guys they yeah. left us oh i think they said fuck those guys to us while we were walking yeah, yeah. they were it was one of those like they were one percent mad, ninety nine percent joking. Yep. But there's still that one percent. Yeah. Like you guys are idiots for yeah. taking us on this for sure. walkabout. Nobody it. said this is bullshit. I can't believe you did this. Everybody yep. was like, "Thanks a lot, Derek. Yeah. Thanks a lot." Nobody that, said, "Thanks a lot, Jer." More was like, "Yeah." Well, it's because you're taller, so you were behind me. So in order to look to you, they have to look for me first, <laughs> and they blame me first. Uh, one of them kept turning to me and was like. Do you know where we're going? And I'd be like, no idea. Like, <laughs> you knew where we were going. You had your phone out the whole I time. I did, but we I knew we were going the wrong way. But I was trusting you that you knew where you were, where I you were going. I did until we crossed under that bridge, and then I knew we had gone too far. Which, and then, once we crossed on the bridge, we were a mile away from where we were supposed to be. Right. It's funny, though. Everyone made a big deal out of, like, we did walk for about an hour. Yeah. And really, it should have been about 35, 30 minutes, yeah. 40 minutes. Yep. So we weren't that far away. No, but just, that extra mile of walking yeah. was that pushed everybody over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> it was what? fine. I don't think anybody really was upset. No, no, no one gets upset. But it's fun to have those relationships where they can rag on you and you can laugh about yeah. it. You just got to make sure, like, and then we actually? were called idiots this morning yep, on the was, bus. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that was fun. So that was our and not like. Uh, I think it was more of a disappointing, like, idiots, as opposed yeah, to, yeah. you guys are idiots. That's almost like a, a dad head shake, like, yeah. you idiot. Versus, <laughs> totally how it felt. Yeah. And we giggled. And we were sitting down, and he was standing up, so there was there like, like that sup- superior position uh-huh. of looking down on yeah. you dummies. And we were, we were both late in our 40s. When will that go away? I hope never. 
late in our 40s? Yeah, we're late in our 40s. Middle to late 40s. Middle. You're closer to 50 than you are to 40. True. We round up. You have to round up. Yeah. Then you uh, when will what go away? When will that, like, that kind of silliness or, <laughs> uh, like, someone who's really a grown-up will look right. at us? Like, but two grown men wearing tennis we know shoes. Him. He's not that much of a grown-up either. No, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> a good dude, though. Yeah. Um, I like that crew a lot where you can just walk up and just have yeah. a bunch of drinks and some jokes with some folks and they roll out. And yep. then we won't hang out with them again for three more years, but yeah. we could do it at any time. For sure. That's why these road trips are so fun. But the other part was like, let's all walk back to the hotel and we'll get together and we'll hang out and watch football and drink. And we got to the hotel and we just split. Yep. Yeah. I feel like they, they were done with us. Yeah, they point. were totally done. They didn't say, <laughs> where are you guys going? Yep. They didn't text us and go, hey, yep. we're here. We missed you. Yeah. We went left. They went right. That was that the was 1% the of mad. That was, yeah, yep. yeah. Nah, we're done with you. Um, and I think we both knew it. There was both an understanding of we're going to go this way. Why don't you go ahead and go that uh, way? Yeah. <laughs> and I think you and I both got back to our room and we're like, I'm glad we're not out anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we were glad we weren't in San Francisco in the city either at 1030 at night to try to get back. Because that was our original plan. Yeah. Like we were going to take the train to the Embarcadero, ride bikes to the bridge. It's a great plan until you go, well, shit, it's dark at 7. It's an hour train ride. Right. Uh, and being on a bicycle on the bay in the dark at night, cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about the sketchy part so much, but the experience would not have been that fun. Yeah. I I had fun last night. What we did. So. Yeah. Let's talk about the 10 p.m. threshold. Oh yeah. So Derek had told me, he's like, I just started hitting me like at 10 o'clock. I just shut down. My body shuts down, and I'm ready to go to bed and just happy sleeping. And we're walking back, and he stops for a second, and he pauses, and he goes. Looks at his watch and goes, it's 10.03. I'm ready to shut it down. 10.03 Colorado time. Yeah, right. Because we're on the, on the West Coast, and so it was like 9.15. 9.03. It was 9.03. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. That's 10 o'clock Colorado time. And I, I had this, not a physical reaction. I like the idea of 10.03 in Colorado at 9.15 here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because the time changed plus a little bit extra. Oh, okay. <laughs> because we're a little bit farther west. <laughs> like if we're in Sacramento, that's farther east. It's like... 9.57. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. It's ish. Everything's ish. ish. If you put yeah. ish on the end of anything, but it's it, Literally, true. you didn't even look at your watch. You just stopped and you then looked at your watch. You're like, <laughs> oh, I just felt it's 10.03. It's so funny, man. I, I, I love this idea of at 10 o'clock, just everything shuts down. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting so used to it. It does make me feel like an old man, but also I'm embracing the old man part of like, whatever. It's 10. It's but just, you also, we talked about it. You also feel better if you get a f- good night's sleep the next morning. Like. Yeah. When we were younger, we could wake up and feel tired and then bounce back. And now it's like you have a bad night's sleep, you're screwed all day long. You're ruined. Like yeah. This whole idea of like I'm going to go to bed at 1230 at night, either have a bunch of drinks in me or have a bunch of junk food in me. Yeah. And then I'm still going to wake up at 6 no yeah. matter what. I'm and feel now fine. I'm fucking scrambled for the whole day. Yeah. It's not worth it uh-uh. ever. So we didn't do that. We no. both went to sleep pretty early. Yeah. You fell asleep. I fell asleep. Yeah. As I do every time on the road. Full clo- fully clothed on top of the sheets. Yeah. Fell asleep for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Wake up. Jeremy's hovered over me. Right. Like breathing. I wanted to make in my sure face. you were breathing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, some people do like the mirror trick under the nose. Right. No, do you put your face yeah. right next to my face? Uh, and I had been gotten ready for bed, so I was just in my underwear. But I was, it was, that didn't mean anything. It was just me trying to. Well, it was warm in the room. You're just trying to stay cool. Yeah. And then you didn't have a blanket over you. So I was like, maybe he's a little chilly. I'll lay on top of him. 
and see if he, this will warm them up. Didn't they, don't they do that? Like if you're caught on a hunting expedition somewhere and you're, you're stranded in igloo, it's you can't go clothing on clothes. You have to go skin on skin yeah. for maximum warmth uh, You've told me that two or three times when I found you in the bed with me in the yep. middle of the night. Yeah. And you're like, I'm doing this to save your life. Right. Like I learned it in Boy Scouts. It was taught to me. <laughs> now I'm teaching it to you. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is how information is passed. Yeah. No one writes shit down anymore. I can I mean, text it to you. It I was guess. 70 degrees in the hotel room, so it wasn't that cold. But Well, according to the thermostat, it was 60 degrees. We made it 70 degrees. You made, you made it 70 That's degrees. That's right. It's called friction, Jeremy. It's science. You got to look it up. Uh, so pretty good trip overall. We got on the plane. We had total, uh, typical Chick-fil-A, which was fantastic. You said that's the thing you look forward to the most. Yeah, and you would only get me get one sandwich. You could have gotten two. I know, but... But you know what's a bad idea is when you, you eat that second one, it tastes really good until the second you finish. The minute you finish, I'm looking it's a for bad a idea. third. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, it's a terrible yeah. idea. No, I'm looking for a third. Um, and then we got dinner on the flight, and I got lobster mac and cheese and steak. And it was pretty good. I mean, considering it was on an airplane. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. But you got a salad. Yeah, but I thought, like, I've had a salad before on the plane, and it's usually a pretty big salad. No. This was, like, three pieces of lettuce and... Disappointing. It was, like, a side salad that they tried to pawn off as a... And there was Your a, salad that came with your steak was bigger than my salad. Was I, it really? Yeah. You probably should have got the steak. Yeah. Always go with the steak, because you can always not eat it. True. But the I thought we were going to go out to eat. And we did, but I was saving up for going out to eat. Trying to cut a steak... Yes. With a fork and knife on an airplane and not elbow the person yeah. next to you is difficult. Yep. Um, while we were getting ready to take off as we were taxiing, um, I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and uh, I just needed to get some fresh air. I was freaking out. And Derek was like, looked at me like, do you have diarrhea? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The look on your face with that immediacy. like, Because you didn't say, I need to get up. Yeah. You said, I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. As, we're, as literally the plane is about to take yeah. off. So I, my first reaction always is to make fun of you. Yep. And I realized in that moment, this is actually an emergency. Yeah, yeah, for this sure. This is not just you being inconvenient. No. And the uh, the uh, stewardess was like, I can't tell you no if you have to go. And so um, I was back before we'd even ta- finished taxiing. So. so that's when I knew you didn't have some kind of immediate bowel situation. Yeah. Yeah. It was I just needed to get up. Yep. So there is so, – Jared's a big guy. I'm a big guy. In the middle of us is this small woman yep. who we inconvenienced three or four times yep. for Jeremy getting up and then getting back in. And then and he then got up again. Seats. And then we ended up switching seats so I could sit by the window so Jared could have a little bit more access. And she didn't say a word. She was pleasant about it the whole time. But you could tell she's like, fuck these guys. Mm-hmm. Fellas. Yeah. It's a two-hour flight. I've got up four times. But she got there, put her stuff down. And then went to the bathroom. Yep. Then came back, and then she went to the bathroom again during the flight. So you know, she was. Did you notice that she was watching cartoons Rick on her Morty. iPad? A grown, and she's probably late twenties. Yeah, probably. but it wasn't a car. It was an adult cartoon. I know, but still, it's still cartoons. Oh, well, okay. Come on. Right. Well, if she was watching Archer, would that have been all right? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So yeah. I'm really just judging her on a cartoon that I don't know. Is yeah. Rick and Morty funny? I don't know it. Oh yeah, but it's definitely adult. Okay. Cursing and. No, I appreciate that. You put this small woman in between two big guys. If you and I were next to each other and she got, like, the aisle seat. I remember a flight that we did where I was a small guy. You had the window, and then we had an offensive lineman sitting Oof. on the aisle. Yeah. And I was stuck between you and the offensive lineman. And you're bigger than me, so what I should have done is switch with you, but I didn't. Right. We will on the flight back tonight. Well, because you said something about, can I have the aisle, or do you want the window? You did the... 
the soft sell, which yeah, is yeah. like, hey, do you want the window? And I was because like, I'm good. Because whenever we fly, you usually get the window because you like it, right? I'm kind of indifferent, okay. really. I actually like the um, the aisle now because I can keep my elbow, like if I'm working on my yeah, computer. Yeah. Um, but what I didn't get is you needed the aisle, yeah, yeah. but you didn't say it that way, and I didn't pick up on it. So. Right. You're 50-50 on one or the other. Right. I'm 90-10. You on. definitely wanted the aisle. Yeah. So the, the well, that worst, was my fault because I should have said something before we sat down. And the worst part of the flight, by far, was no ice cream. Oh, we're used to them. The the air waitresses walking up and down the aisle. Air waitresses, giant, <laughs> this giant tray. Because to be fair, they don't. They're not doing anything, right? They're they're they're, they're handing out food. They're telling you to maybe put your tray table up or right. not. They're the nicest people in the world. Totally. Um, so typically they walk up and down the aisle with a tray of ice cream, Dove Bar, and I was looking forward to it this time. It, do do I think we deserve it? Hell no, we no, definitely no. do not. Right, right. But when you've given it to us every single game for five years, and you go, yeah, now I'm looking forward to it, and you take it away, mm-hmm. now it feels like a slight. Right. But did you feel better without it? Of course. Okay. I, I, no one ever feels great after <laughs> they eat ice cream, ever, right? You feel great while you're doing it. It's like a, it's a Climbing a mountain while you're doing it, it's pretty good. While you're actually you're thinking about it, when you're actually eating it, it's awesome. And then as soon as you're done, you're like, oh, this sucks. Terrible idea. Yeah. It's like the second Chick-fil-A sandwich. I would, you, while you're eating it, you're like, this is so good. I wonder I'm how so many happy. I could eat. Do you think you could eat three? Yeah. Four might be pushing It doesn't it. feel like a good idea. Well, I've eaten two before, and I was like, wow, I'm it's done. It's definitely not a good idea, but I could do it. Have you ever challenged yourself... So, you know, like you have a physical challenge and a mental challenge. What kind of challenge would you say? Like, let me see if I can eat thirty-seven chicken wings. Is it a stomach challenge? Is it a dietary uh, challenge? I don't know. If you don't think I should do it, we should try it. Yeah, you should buy me four sandwiches. I will do that. Okay, it would be worth it to see you try to do it. <laughs> and I eat one. And I'll go. I can't finish these other three. I'll just take them with me. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, you're like, can I get a punch card? And every time I get one, I'll punch it. Uh, Chick-fil-A, it, it, it's just a chicken sandwich, but there's there's something about it. It is so good. Yes. But I've gotten two before because I like one so much, and when I finish the second one, I'm not very happy with it. I've had two, and I felt pretty good. I think I would rather have a second sandwich than the salad I ordered. Would you rather have two sandwiches instead of the steak? And No. Okay. Uh, but I certainly did need a steak. and Right. If I would have had nothing, I would have been just fine. Yeah. But when they, someone offers you steak, you're like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take that. Because right. I can always not eat it. Yeah. And then you end up eating the whole thing. Sure. But I mean, eating on a plate. I, I, you ever notice that the, the silverware, so they bring you this hot plate of food. Yep. The silverware is ice cold. Yes. So mine was cold, but I was having a salad. I didn't know if that was mine. Yeah. So yours was cold, too? Ice cold, which is weird. So holding an ice cold fork and knife while you're cutting into a hot steak. Yeah. It seems weird. Like, there's a storm front on my plate. Yeah. Um, I wondered weird. why it was raining over there. This, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for not saying it was raining men. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's raining men. Amen. Uh, is that your favorite? Uh, oh, name that group, that super group. What? That sings that song, It's Raining Men. Um, Take your time. Motown? No. I don't know what it is. Uh, I believe it's called The Weather Girls. The Weather Girls. The reason I remember that song so well is it's in an episode of Friends when Chandler and Monica go to Vegas to get see Chandler's dad, oh, who's in a right. drag show. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they come out to It's Raining Men. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's Raining Men. Amen. Is the Weather Girls, are they a Motown group? Is that what I'm... I'm sure they are. That's what I meant. Like, yeah, yeah. Not, Motown is not the group. Right. I was like the genre. 
So if you just named your group Motown? No, I was trying to, if you could lead me in the right direction. I still never would have got Weather Girls. Speaking of Motown, I did send you that uh, story about the San Francisco mayor, speaking of being in San Francisco, about how she is going out of her way to yell at everybody about the mask mandate and then got caught at a Tony, Tony, Tony concert. Has done it again. Partying, <laughs> partying with no mask on. And uh, But you and I had a five-minute discussion last night about the mask, and I we have different positions on it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You're more of a sheep than I am. <laughs> I don't think that you appreciated that comment. Uh, no, I'm more like uh, uh, just be the guy that protects everybody else. That's what you are? It's a team game. Well, we're all in this together. You You're not a push-the-envelope kind of like you don't swim upstream that often. Me? Yeah. Well, I, I'm stuff that I think is worth it. Wearing a mask isn't worth the swimming up. It's not getting my. It's not worth getting my ass kicked by a waitress at a restaurant for not wearing a mask. Just because it was a Vietnamese restaurant, just you know, she was, no, knew she Krav was, Maga or something. Nobody, nobody other than who we're traveling with has told us to wear a mask. That's true. Yeah, but do you feel because everybody else is doing it? Do you feel obligated to do it, or do you go? It doesn't matter. like. All right, so give me an example. I, I we're sitting in the bus today on the way here. You're in your own space. No one's even near you. You're sitting there quietly. The mask does nothing. Just take it off. Just it's more comfortable that way. It does you something. Don't. I agree. What does it do? It protects protects everybody else. From what? You're sitting there quietly. You're not screaming. You're not spitting. You're you're sitting there quietly breathing. How's that? How's that doing anything? I'm gonna have to show you how. Okay. How science works. Um, so you think by you wearing your boxers last night, that little mask between your junk and my face is saving me from whatever germs you, you have? You didn't wake up. When I was, but when I did wake up, when I was dead, God knows what I've gotten. When I was dead pigeoning you, you weren't, a, you didn't wake up, so it did protect. But um, no, I I wear the mask now in public places just to be the good teammate. So do you feel like it's a, you're signaling like here's what I'm willing to do and not willing to do? Like you're just showing people that I'm down with the cause. Yeah. Or do you firmly believe that you are doing something both. by doing that? Both. Both of those things. Yes. Yeah. But okay. I also don't. Not anymore. I don't look bad on, down on people who aren't wearing a mask. Yeah, you don't judge them. No, but you don't join them either. You're like, yeah, me too. I don't. I'm not, I'm no. not doing that. Some places, like I don't wear one outside. I don't. But like, if I go in the grocery store, I'm in there for 15 minutes. I can wear a mask for 15 yeah. minutes, and so I'll do it when I feel like everybody else is doing it. Yeah. And I don't want to be the. And that that was a whole discussion with that that guy Zuby, which yeah. you know who that is. He did this whole thing where he's pointing out like people would rather be part of the group and accepted mm -hmm. than be right or wrong. Sure. Like, the, the, and so he's saying like if everybody else is doing it, then you're doing it. And so mm -hmm. that's kind of how I look at it. Like I don't want to be the one asshole that's not doing it, even yep. though I don't agree with it. Um, but then there are certain times where I'm like I'm not. If enough people aren't doing it, I'm going to be in that group. Yeah. Because I just don't. Yep. I don't want to do it. But if we went to the hospital, yep. I would do it. But if we're going to an outdoor football game, I'm not doing it. Probably not. Yeah. No, definitely not. Um. Yeah, and I, on the bus, I'm sure everybody's fine, but no. I just had it on because that's... I mean, when I'm around Sam, I, I would definitely wear it, but now that he's part of the vaccinated group... I also wear a condom when I'm around Sam. Just you know... Like you wear it on you or you wear it... Well, he's, he's just knocking shit up, so I just want to be... I don't want to be knocked up by Sam. Very, very, two boys now. Uh, his new son's name is James Lawrence... Takes which, a man to make a man. Which I shortened to Jimmy Law. Jimmy Law. And then uh, uh, Kojo. Kojo and Jimmy Law. Yeah. If that's not like a good hockey tandem, like a, a forward and a yeah. goalie, uh -huh. or Kojo obviously is definitely a hockey name. Yeah. 
Jimmy Law. That's Jimmy a quarterback Law. name, though. For sure. Uh, I think USC has a new quarterback or had a new quarterback named Jackson Dart. Was his yes. name? Mm-hmm. Something yep. like that? Uh-huh. J-A-X-N Dart? Yep. Uh-huh. That's a quarterback That's name. That's a quarterback name. Dart? Yeah. Come on, man. I like that. Uh, Jimmy Law, he would be a quarterback at Florida State. Yeah, I can see that. The, but, you know, when I think Jimmy Law, I think of uh, the program, that quarterback. What was his, what was his name? I don't remember, but. Uh, I bet you I could come up with it. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Craig Schaefer, yep. I believe, was the quarterback. Yep. Um, funny thing about that, like, Jeb hates that movie. He Why? hates it. I, I, he just hates it. So I would, I used to troll him on social media way back in the day and, like, put the trailer on his Facebook page. <laughs> like, he, always, he always hated that movie. I like that movie I a lot. heard a podcast where they were talking about Schaefer, and Schaefer was interviewed. There's, like, there's like uh, stories out there of how he was – Throwing the ball seventy yards or whatever, and they were everybody's impressed. And you watch the movie, yeah. and he has no. There's no way he can throw the ball twenty yards. Like wow. he can't Isn't throw no the arm? ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that Chev brought up in his story about the longest yard is like uh, Adam Sandler is the quarterback, and he's like, Adam Sandler is like a legit athlete. Yeah, I mean, if you see him play basketball, he's yeah. really good at yep. basketball. He's like he's, he plays with he, NBA guys. He can throw. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like he can throw the football. And so, yeah, I mean, if you're an actor, you got to have some skills. That was one of my dream jobs was growing up was I have two dream jobs. At the to be point. Adam Sandler? No, to be just hired to play extras in sports movies. Great idea. Yeah. And the other one was bullpen catcher for a major league baseball team. Those are both great jobs. Yeah. Backup quarterback. Backup quarterback. I don't even want to get in the game and have that that pressure. You that, can make $5 million a year and be the starter, or you can make... $750,000 a year for 20 years because right. you never get hurt and you're around the team you're traveling like, I or I could make $150,000 and sit in the bullpen all game yeah. wearing the uniform traveling with the team chicks now, think I'm part of the team you are part of the team wearing the, yeah and, yeah. and uh, never have the pressure of having to go in the game and never do anything not with your knees though you, no, you not anymore no, 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 no. No. Yeah. Um, I'd be God. the bullpen catcher that sits on a Home Depot bucket <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm looking at your face. I'm trying to listen to what you're saying, but all I'm doing in my head is trying to think of Craig Schaefer's name in the program. Okay. And I don't want to look it up. I want to remember it. Okay. You know, because you know you it's in there somewhere. want me to look it up? No. Okay. I mean, you can give me a hint, I guess. But I don't know it, but it's, I'll look it up. It's, it's, it's in there somewhere. Um, we were talking a little bit about memory as we were pulling up to the stadium today, and I brought up something, and that made Jeremy remember something that I posted years ago about my kid. Yeah. And it's something you didn't think about five minutes earlier, but... It was probably 10 years ago, and it's stuck in your head somewhere as something funny from your past. Yeah. Um, if you tell me his first name, I'll remember it. I don't know. I didn't look it up. Oh, you didn't look it I, up. I'm on airplane mode. What I like about uh, that movie is my favorite line is when the head coach is trying to defend the football program to the campus. Yep. And he's, he says, when's the last time 50,000 people got together to watch someone do a goddamn chemistry experiment? Yeah. Uh-huh. I love that line. It's so rich. And then he also has the line about hurt and injured. He's like, well, are you hurt or are you injured? And the yeah. player's like... What's the difference? He's like, well, if you're hurt, you can play. If yeah. you're injured, you, you can't. can't play. Yeah. So I told my son that when he's now playing football, yeah. are you hurt or are you injured? It's a good line. It's pretty good. Pretty yeah. smart. Yep. Makes uh, sense. James Kahn is the coach. Yep. It's a pretty good movie. I mean, it's it's not a good movie. It's no, a fun movie. It's a fun movie. Uh, it's one of those movies I've seen a lot. But the, So Charity and I sat down, and we were talking about, like, what's the movies that you've seen the most? It doesn't have to be the best movie. It doesn't even have to be your favorite movie. What is the movie you've actually watched the most times? Um, Caddyshack? 
maybe? The most time. When's the last time you saw it, though? Caddyshack? Yeah. It's been the last year or so. I'm sure we turned it on during COVID. On purpose uh, or it was on TBS on and you just kept watching it? On purpose. It? Um, now that I have kids, I've probably watched some of the Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. I like those. Yeah. I don't mind admitting I no. like those. Or Star Wars movies. Like those, too? Um, that's a good thing. What's yours? I think the one, well, I think maybe Grease, because when I was a kid, I watched it all the time. I think I've seen that once. Really? Yeah. Grease won. Yeah. Didn't you have HBO when you were a kid, when HBO first started? You know what? One movie, Lori and I talked about this. It, it just was on, it was on HBO Max the other day. It's not actually playing. Men at Work. Oh, yeah, with the Estevez brothers? Yeah. Because uh, that, I told Lori, I was like, I felt like that was on every two hours on HBO when I was like 12 years old. And yeah. I probably watched that movie 40 times. But then we started watching it, and I realized I've probably only seen the first part of the movie once yeah and the other 39 times is where i was flipping through the channels and i was like oh man <laughs> you it caught it in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so. um my youngest son when i talk to him about jobs and working he is consistent he says when i go to college i'm gonna be a garbage man okay he's like i'm gonna be outside i'm gonna be working i'm gonna be making money i think i had a conversation with him once about guys that do jobs that no one else wants to do yep. usually make a lot of money because mm-hmm. they got to pay somebody to do it right. and in his head he wants to be a garbage man only while he's in college. Oh, okay. While he earns money to pay for college, then he's going to be whatever. So he could work be. at the school, whatever, just being a janitor. and Yeah. yeah that's awesome. I, no, I, no, he doesn't want to be a janitor. Wants to be a he wants man. to be the guy hanging on the back of the thing oh. outside, grabbing the guard, you know, throwing it. He doesn't want to be sweeping floors and shit. He wants to be out moving around. He doesn't want to be solving calculus problems? No, no. Oh, okay. No, behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. He's going to Goodwill hunting uh-huh. and that shit. Maybe he could, though. Maybe he I can. think we should just start calling Will hunting. That's a good idea. Um... That's another one of my movies, though. Goodwill Good Hunting. Hunting. I've seen yeah. that movie a lot of times. I've seen it quite a bit, too. Um, Breakfast Club is my favorite movie of all time, and I think I've seen that maybe the most. Okay. It's a great movie. I can't remember what I was going to say. So, Okay. Uh, Sorry for cutting you off. It's okay. All right. We should probably wrap this up. All right. Uh, my coffee is not very good. I don't really want to drink it. Okay. Sound like a good idea. So coffee always sounds like a good idea, and then I get halfway through. I'm like, I don't really want this, or I've had too much, and I start getting the Good thing you're on your second cup. I know. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea, though. Yeah. I'll be awake for the game. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Uh, so what do you want to do? You want to go walk around? You want to you want to call Sam? What do you want to do? Uh, what time does the game start? Hour? Not like an hour. We gotta. We probably should go to work. We should probably go to work. Yeah, we got yeah. things to do. Yeah. Gotta, uh, well, good uh, lunch without Sam episode. Yep. Um, Jer, I, uh, I coffee said... Coffee without Sam. Coffee without Sam. I said this when we we're getting in the elevator to come here. This trip wouldn't be half as fun if you weren't here. So thanks for coming with me on the trip. Thanks for inviting me. Word. Much right. Jer. Later.